0: guys if you're a fan of the sly guy podcast i want to support the show you can do so by heading to www.patreon.com forward slash sly guy podcast and what will you get in return for like two pounds a month you will get loads of bonus content The, the the piece de resistance if you will is the guest episode of a guest podcast that comes out every single friday and in the last few weeks we have had big hitters we've had tom smith the entrepreneur we've had psychic glenn the psychic called glenn and this week this friday we have the man the myth the legend tim McGarry. so if you want to see that plus a bonus audio podcast every week early access to this podcast ad free so you'll not see this little bit on the early release plus a load of other stuff and there's a library of old stuff that you can check out too my pillow talk show from the ulster hall last december's there in its entirety get on over check it out patreon.com forward slash slag guys i'm back in the ulster hall on saturday the 10th of september 2022 with my brand new show bits and pieces this is going to be a, it's a totally new show full of new material completely different than my previous show Can't wait to be doing it. I'm sort of working the new material now, and I'm I'm giddy about it. That's that stage of stand-up where you get all giddy. You're like, well, I can't wait to tell some new bits. And the show's coming together nicely. I'll hopefully have a few dates to announce in the coming weeks, maybe, of a potential, I don't want to say tour, but work in progress shows across different locations. But it'll be all geared towards 10th of September at the Ulster Hall. The balcony's open, the ground floor's opening. Pick wherever you want to see this guy. So get on over. Get your tickets now and don't miss out on what I promise will be a night to remember. Speaking of nights to remember, the Slag Guy podcast is going live to the Strand Arts Centre on the 24th of June this year, which is like in two weeks. So if you want to be part of the madness that is the live podcast, get yourself to the link in the bio and buy tickets now. It's a bring your own event. So the tickets are there. You buy your tickets, you bring whatever drink you want, you bring whatever f- you want and just get into it and we'll have a great time it's myself kieran bartlett mickey bartlett and there'll be some special guests doing stand-up as well it'll be a great time so the last live podcast was a 10 out of 10 night the strand's always an absolute banger so i recommend you get there be part of the magic there will be a very heavily edited version of the podcast going on the patreon but if you want to be there and you want to share in the moment you've got to get the tickets because it's too hot to handle baby I'm too old to say that, gross. The Slag Guy Podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. That's probably the wrong way around, isn't it? Because it's reversed. But anyway, Modest Beer originated right here in Hollywood County Down. They spread their wings. Because, hey, that's how business grows. But Modest has still kept the original Modest motto that is, we're Modest Beer. If you want to see more about Modest Beer, Head to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk, or check them out on social media at the very easy to remember handle, at modestbeer. If you want to get some gear as well, as in merch, not, you know, go to their website. We've got merch over there. You can check it out. Support Modest Beer. They're a great company. They're a great beer. What else can I say? Guys, buckle in and enjoy the show. I'm the Sly Guy. Guys, welcome to another Sly Guy podcast with me, your host, Dave Elliott. Hope everyone's feeling good on this. I don't know when you listen, you know, it's going to say on this Thursday morning, but hey, that's when the podcast is released. You can like choose when you listen to it. You know, if you listen to it on a Thursday, sweet Friday, I don't know, in bed on the way to work in the gym. That's when I don't really get listening to podcasts in the gym. People are like, oh, I was listening to your podcast in the gym and I had to put the weights down because I was laughing. How do you get, how do you get psyched up to lift weights when you're listening to people talk? That's what I don't understand. Um, because at the minute, listen, you're probably looking at me going, Dave, you look like you've lost a couple of kilograms this week. And I'll say, Hey brother, you're, you're right. I have I very much took the, um, the approach of I'm fat. You know, I, I really very much sat back and had to almost come out to people and be like, listen, I need, I need to be clear with you. I'm a fat guy. And anyone I've said that to is kind of gone. Well, you know, fair. Like, I mean, we knew that. But to actually say, you know, that listen, I need to make a change here, I think it's important. And I had to put like numbers on things. So this week it was very much like, right, I need, to, I need to start exercising more. I need to start eating better. I need to get in shape just, you know, for my general health and well-being. And also the Ulster Hall show on the 10th of December, September, not December. The last one was in December that I did in the Ulster Hall, but in, in September, you know and the reason is it is it vanity for that yes because the last hour that it did which again is available on patreon um i just didn't look like how i looked i was too fat i was like oh my god look at you the camera puts on you know a couple of points it says i think the old fable the camera adds adds a few pounds the camera added a a few thousands of points you know i i did did not like the look so this time i want to look a bit better you know i want to look a bit sweeter so I thought, right, it's coming up in no time. Then I worked out how many days it was. And I was like, shit, that is no time. I need to get the finger out. I need to get doing things. I need to start exercising. I need to start dieting. And But dieting mean just eating better. Like, not like these, you know. Like When I was younger, I used to, like, really go into all the fucking, like, as if I wanted to be Mr. Universe. You know, you're, like, weighing up macros and all. And you're like, hey, I just need to eat less and move more. There you go. That's the science. See, whenever you're older, like me, in your mid-30s, and you're not trying to like look fucking like Jack, like Love Island guys. Fucking you just want to just live longer. That's a simple, sustainable and effective method to do so. So I sat down and did all, you know, because to me, right, I'm very much a, I'm like a, I'm, a, I'm like a Pavlov dog. You know, I'm like a, a trigger guy. You know, you need to have wee things to trigger me to, to do things and react like like a little dog, like the Pavlov's dog. You would like, I think though. Now again, you know, I'm not a science guy. Could be talking shit here. But how I think, I think Pavlov was some sort of so so scientist guy, like some kind of. I don't want to say social experiment guy. Maybe was. Who knows? He was some sort of guy, right? And he did these experiments with dogs. You know, maybe he's a scientist. Maybe he's a bit of a loner and a bit of a weird guy. Maybe he's a bestiality guy. I don't know. But he did these experiments that people give a lot of like weight to you now, right? So I think what happened. He would like shake some steak at a dog and the dog would be like and then the dog would obviously salivate and just love a steak and he'd ring a bell while he was shaking the steak and then the dog was like whoa and then eventually he took the steak away and when he rang the bell the dog would still be like whoa and still salivate so the dog was like whoa salivating over the ringing of a bell so anytime the bell rang the dog would salivate i'm a bit like that i need to have something in my head that'll stop me from going i'll just get mcdonald's you know so i'll just make these bad choices so for me if i like sat and i worked out how long it was until i was doing a show which is what i'm losing weight for hopefully is the show at the right the days starting so every day that i get through i like mark it off almost like a wee calendar and then that works for me that's where i get my bad decisions it's, it's all my my like inability to plan i think it's a problem so if i know this like for example i started maybe trying to eat good Earlier in the week, then I had a, a gig in Oma, and I was doing podcasts all day, and then I was going to Oma for a gig. Now I love going to Oma, but it's a long drive, so normally I'd be like, right, I'll go grab some date on the way, and then just not worry about it. Whereas when I was like, oh, it's so so many days till the show, that sprung in my head. It made that like ding ding the bell, like Pavlo's dog, made me think, oh fuck, actually I'm on this diet, so rather than go just autopilot go in and get eat shit food i was like oh, actually i'm gonna diet i'll buy like nuts you know yogurt nuts and not like fucking snickers a mars bar a packet of crisps a burger sandwich you know the works you know so i've made wee decisions like that and then i've also said so, i need to get my 10k steps every single day come hell or high water so that's where we're at at the minute that's been the week that I've had, and at the minute, it's like, this is the weirdest time I've ever recorded the podcast, it's literally 11 o'clock on a Sunday night, and usually I record the podcast on a Monday, and a Monday evening is my usual kind of time, Ben comes in, blah, 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 you know, no, it's not disrespect to him, it's always Ben, it's him, fucking, but he comes in, we come in, we do the podcast, bish, bash, bosh, but I have a week of real busyness coming up, which is great, you know, that's what you want. But also, it's like, would you be able to fit the podcast? in? I felt last week's podcast was a wee bit. I mean, let's be honest, shit. So it was like I needed to come at this with a bit of fucking energy and like enthusiasm. And I have just felt shit all day. And I was like, I don't know. One of those things was I think it was like day four of like not giving into cravings, and I think it's sugar. You know, I, I'm, I'm again, you know, I'm not a science guy, but I'm going go as far as to say i've drastically cut out sugar from a diet i think today i was like an addict i was just like let me sugar you know like the guy that started uh, men in black sugar water i was like him he was just like feeling real bad and i worked out yesterday as well and i did like it was because like i'm trying to do the steps that's the main thing trying to go for long walks with a dog You know, steady state cardio get the fucking the fat off me, and then try to throw in a wee short like hit workout in the garage. This is where we're at the minute. So went in, did some squats, did some biceps, did a wee bit of abs, wee bit of back, whatever, and then I did triceps, but I didn't do try. I used like one of those wee exercise bands. So the band I was doing, like with with the band like that. And today it feels like I have no power at all. My arms, Now I do know a thing or two about training, obviously. I mean but I know DOMS for anyone who doesn't know delayed onset muscle soreness is a thing that if you train, the lactic acid builds up and can cause you pain over like not necessarily the next day, but a few days later, you're like, that's hence a delayed onset of your muscle soreness. And I um had that real bad today. And then I injured my back a week ago. I was I was acting in something, acting in bollocks, and they were like, "Can you? Th- can like it was very much like your character does we dance here? Can you just do it?" And there's no choreography, around. it was just throwing shapes. And when you get to my age, and you have to just start throwing shapes for no reason, without a warm up, you can get into trouble. So I, I just have like injured my lower back. So today I just did a sore back, sore triceps, tired, old, just feeling shit really all day, and then I got up super early and walked the dog. And I just think it's hit me. You know, it just hit me that, that I'm fucked. And again, I don't know if anyone's like a night owl out there. I like to be an early morning guy. So when I got home from MoMA, I got back from the gig on Friday night at one o'clock. And then I was at Friends on the Saturday night. Didn't get home to one o'clock. Up first thing this morning, big walk with the dog. And I just think today it just hit me. My whole body was like, nah, you've done too much this week. Take it back, relax, and you'll be okay. But that's the story and whether that's exciting or not I don't know but that's just the truth that's that's where we're at so I've just been um I'm just a bit like a bit burned out you know but it's all good because you know I think that I'm making the right choices and that's how I work I don't know if any of you guys are like better than me with your you know your your willpower because that's what I really lack like willpower is my problem but I think now I'm at an age where I need to start thinking about the thinking about the girls, thinking about the ticker, thinking about other things that whereas before it would just be how can I just get as big as I can? Whereas now it's like, yeah, I just want to be lean and healthy, you know, and able to like move my body. So that's what I was at today. And it was all good. You know, it was good fun. Um I'm trying to be healthy again, but and you know, I'm I'm actually lying there. I'm lying. I'm saying it's good fun. It's not good fun, it's shit. I'd rather just eat whatever I want. But then I do feel like in, in and of myself a wee bit better. Although my body's crippling, I like, I like the challenge of it. So let's hope I stick it out. And I'm going to write a new bit about losing weight for Ulster Hall. So if I don't lose weight, oh, my God, it's going to look so fucking stupid. If I'm standing up there looking like Mr. Blobby in a Pavarotti suit, oh, my God, I'll be so embarrassed. So that's why I have to do it. I'm putting it out there now, and I'm telling you guys – that would be alright. Okay. I'm working at it now. And that's I'm, I'm on the water and I'm living my best life. And um oh shit, I'm uh, <clears> that? I'll I'll tell you about this later because this was this was one of the f- weirdest things I've ever seen. But this last week's been a lot of fun in terms of me being being a dad, you know, I've, I've enjoyed hanging out with my kids a lot. Well, I'm actually lying. My wee one's a dick. My my, my one year old is a psycho. Like she's turned out from being like this real like funny little child. Like she's really loves to have the crack. She just always loved the banter. But like in the last week, she's just turned into a psycho. Like anytime you try to do anything, she just kicks her fucking feet at she's She tries to she decks you. Like swings digs at you, and like grabs me now like fucking punches down but grabs squeezes and fucking rakes and it's like you sort of look I, I, when I go into a room in the morning I'm like fucking coming in like a boxer like fucking getting the shoulder up and fucking trying to wrestle with her but I've been hanging about them a lot spent a lot of time with them and it's been good I'm a four-year-old Holly she um she's sound but also really funny and I had a real parenting dilemma whether we were in the car I don't know what we were doing but sometimes she like ask you wee questions or make wee statements and you sort of, you know, we'll, we'll take it on board and say whatever you need to say. But then sometimes she really stumps you and she stumped me because she said something that was rude, you know, and I had to be like, oh, you can't say that, but also entirely accurate in the content of what she said. So we were just driving along the car and she was daddy. I went, yes, Holly, what's up? And she goes, you know what would be a weird name? <laughs> I went, no. And she went, House. I went, what? She goes, House would not be a weird name. And at moment, I was like, oh, don't, where'd you hear that word? Don't, don't say that word. And she's like, oh, sorry, dad, sorry. But then in my head, I'm going, but the meaning behind, like, she did say a bad word, but the meaning behind it, it like, her sentiments, correct? Like, you know, if you met somebody, and you're like, oh, nice to meet you, I'm Dave. What's your name? Like, oh, Ted House. You go, Ted House. you like, oh, yeah, Ted House. My, my dad da was a builder. He loved tits. You know, he just called call me Ted House. But you know, it was just a weird moment because, like, you sort of have to tell her off for using her Ted, which I mean, obviously, she's got that off me. But no, I suppose if it was me, it'd be Denny House to be fair. But it was just in that moment, I'm like, can I, can I show her that? Because she is. Right, and then it got me thinking as well. I'm like that. That is in a nutshell what we're we're about nowadays, isn't it? Like nowadays, people will just react to the words that they see rather than necessarily the the meaning behind them. So in this instance, yes, she said Ted House. I had to be like, hey, don't say Ted. But what you're was saying was right. In some ways, that affects how people react in any world. Like, oh, he said this, and they're like, but well, in what context? It doesn't matter. He said it. You Know, so look at it like that, but that made me laugh an awful lot. Same way as whenever Catherine told Holly that, like, she had this cream she'd use because, um, to me, to TMI, she sore butt, right? So she had to put this cream on and it's called Anusol, which, by the way, it's spelled Anusol. So if you're a company that makes a cream for your ass called it Anusol, like, it's not called Anusol, Anusol, right? And, um, she got it and she <laughs> put it on and came in to ask her, What's that called? And she said, Oh, it's called anisole and then she walked into me and I said are you okay she goes yeah mum put some cream on me and she's I, I said yeah alright where'd she put it and she goes on oh, my asshole I went you, you're four you can't say that I was like don't say that's a bad word where'd you hear that she said oh Mummy told me and I went in, and I was like did you tell her that cream and, her ass-? and she went no it's called anisole and I went alright so she's heard that and clearly heard somebody I'm thinking her granddad use the phrase that's a fucking asshole there and picked it up, stored it in her brain, and then just thrown it at me. And again, I burst out laughing, had to turn around, you know, when you're trying to, like, tell a kid off for being rude. But actually, it's one of the funniest things you've ever heard. Yeah, she just put the cream in my asshole. Don't worry about it. I said, like, all right, okay, interesting. Speaking of assholes, I had her swimming today. Because um, it's Sunday morning. You know, that's what you're you're all about. It's all good. Took her swimming. She's doing swimming lessons because she's four. and I don't want her to drown when we go on holidays. And that was fine. Mind your own business. Watching her do her swim. It's going to be half an hour. It's not a big deal. I was there watching it. But in the same, like the pool's slightly over. There's a big, like, load of inflatable things. And it's like it's like a, it's a knockout type, you know. Um, why am I ancient? Total wipeout. Wipeout, is that a thing? You know, it's probably more what. It's a knockout, mate, from the 1970s. Now, if it's, um, like, wipeout sort of course in the other pool, and people just come, do the slides, bounce about, fall in the water, a lot of fun. Today, we're sitting there, well, I'll say we're, she's swimming, and I'm up in the stands, and I see a woman who, probably like late 30s, early 40s, very much leathered, you know, in her in her attire she's like her skin is very brown her hair is very bleach blonde and you know she's that's grand you know that's what she, that's what she's all about that's her style respect you know to obviously like some sort of there's like a tribal tattoo just you know above her above her where her bikini bottoms are now this is the topic i wanted to raise the bikini bottoms it was just a full phone you know what I mean? Now, I know this is like, so people can't wear a thong. I'm like, yes, they can. I know very much that's the fashion now. I watch Love Island. You know what I mean? I know what's going on there. and know it's fashion. But, you know, at 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning should like 40-year-old woman be run the boat in a full thong beside kids learning to swim. I know because I know very much if I was a kid there, I'd be like, there's an ass right there. And like, the wipeout things, it's not like you're just, you know, walking along. You see two cheeks. There's a lot of climbing. You know, there's a lot of the fucking pulling up. There's a lot of bending over. a lot of crawling. And, like, to be fair, you know, you, you saw a lot, like, you know, there's you saw a lot of movement going on there. And it wasn't a big thong. It wasn't like a, a Peter Stringfell thong. It was like a, it was a flossed thong. Do you know what I mean? So, like, you didn't see, like, an entire anus. You know, like, I, you saw... You know, the, the bit around, like the bit, like the bit or like if it's a nipple and like the nipple and there's an areola, it's whatever the equivalent is in anal terms. So you've got your anus and then I don't know if it's the anusola or whatever it's called around. But, you know, like, you know, whenever, whenever, like they say a nuclear bomb's dropped, there's like a, a blast zone in the middle, like the epicenter of the bomb drops, boom, <laughs> and then it's like there's like areas around it, you know, that the sort of filter out. It's not the epicenter. It's like the, I know, the flipping, the, like the blast area around it. You could see that. You know, you could see, like, the wrinkled bit. The the bit of the body, like, the leads from the outside of the body to the inside of the body, you know what I mean? Because, obviously, the anus is connected to internals. And that little bit, you could see, you know. And I just thought to myself, I mean, yes, absolutely. If you've got body confidence, for sure, you know, wear that at a spa. You know, where that's sitting down, being in the jacuzzi. But when you're fucking trying to climb ladders and you're trying to, you know, retain balance with a wide stance, don't be wearing a thong when there's like a load of kids at ten in the morning. It was a lot to take in. I was up late last I guess like, do my eyes deceive me? Or is that a full taint at a quarter past ten? And I was looking like, oh, it is. And like I mean, if I, I mean, I just say if I look, like if I had sunglasses, you probably you know, you probably could've Look more, observe more, but I didn't like, I didn't wasn't able to fully observe to be like the full details. But I saw, you know, someone's anus at 10 o'clock on the Lord on the Sabbath, on the Lord's day. I saw too much anus, you know what I mean? And it was, you know, it was an experience, you know, it was really, really an interesting experience. Like when you drop a drop a pebble in the water, you drop a pebble and it's you didn't see the pebble drop the impact zone, but you saw. The rest, this woman was just like, I mean, in fairness to her, she was living her best life and the, and the lifeguards weren't being like, listen, you know Uranus is out there. It's kind of the same as like saying, you know, <laughs> the guy just kind of has full balls and dick out. <laughs> it that kind of like, or if he had like, it's like a guy going in swimming with like an opaque condom, a, a red opaque condom over his belly. And you'd be like, Yes, the balance covered, but everything else is out. Do you know what I mean? I can see everything's going on there. I just find it a weird juxtaposition between, you know, full hardcore pornography spread ass and like children swimming, and I just didn't think, you know, it was a there was a place for it. You know what I mean? Now again, as I said, I'm not gonna have people go, "Oh my god, are you? Are you, are you trying to say people? Are you trying to say? Are you trying to?" Who are you? Are you the Taliban? Are you ta- David? Are you the Taliban? Excuse me, sorry. I know you look like you could be one of those guys, but are you the Taliban? Hmm. Are you trying to say women should? Are you trying to cover women up? I'm like, no, don't. I'm not trying to cover women up. All I'm saying is, the anus should remain, you know, between your cheeks. You know, close. Like, I mean, that's all I'm saying. Like, even if you just keep your, do you keep your buttocks? Clenched for decent like be nude by all means, but keep your internals out of out of out of sight. You know what I mean? That's all I ask. I'm not the Taliban, I'm not ISIS, but I mean, yeah, I would rather children don't see your anus. That's all I'm saying. And I imagine my imagine Holly did see it. Imagine she's like there's a woman's anus. I mean, or if it was her, she'd be like, there's a woman's asshole. That was a woman's asshole. I'd be like, I don't know. You need to ask her. And I mean, to be fair to the woman, she did have a lot of, like there was confidence there, you know? And I mean, in a time and an age where I'm a guy myself, that's on a diet. And I know that I'm not looking the best, but I don't want to feel better about myself. She was a woman who very much had all the self-confidence in the world. Now, would it benefit her internal, like, I mean, I've seen, I haven't seen the internal organs of, of the workings of her heart and her cardiovascular system, but I've seen the inner workings of her cardiovascular system, if you know what I mean, I've seen upper anus. I've seen her insides, and although you can't tell if those pipes are clogged and going to cause a trouble, you know, the, the stature of the woman would indicate that, you know, she also should, like, you know, cut cut down like she should cut cut the wee bits of fat off her bacon in the morning you know she was you know she was probably 5 foot 5 you know potentially 18 stone big big unit you know stocky unit strong unit with a real you know dark <laughs> but she had confidence you know and wasn't very good at the may I just also point wasn't very good at the wipeout course you know wasn't good at that at all Spend the majority of the time just maybe that was what she was in for just to show off her asshole It was a sight, it was an experience, and an experience that I'll not forget in a long time. And will I be going back to swimming next week? Yes, will I vlog it? Absolutely. This next week's pod on Patreon, Sly Guy Podcast, Patreon will go on for Sly Guy Podcast. There will be a vlogging of this person's full because you're probably going, Oh, you're going to film that. I'm sure they wouldn't have a problem because it was just there. It's like, you know, me, it's like me doing stand up and people taking a photo. It's like, Hey, I'm doing it. You know, as long as don't take video because it's fucking for the shows, but. Well, I means take a photo, but that was a sight to behold. You know, I'm just, I'm, I, I'm actually glad I was there by myself. My wife wasn't with me because she, i well, would have been awkward. She'd been, look, can you see that? She'd have been all, like, she's turned into a wee Karen. She'll never admit it. She's like a, a modern day Karen. She'd be all, I'm going to, I, I will go to the receptionist to say, and I said, and I would be like, well, what would you say to her? You know, that'd be the, the awkward conversation we'd have. she I'm going to complain about her. And I would go, well, how, how do you, there is a woman in the swim pool, who's just forgotten her drawers? She's forgotten her drawers, and also, as well as how, forgotten her drawers, the elasticity on her bum cheeks have completely packed in, and her ass is gaped. Her ass is gaped. I can see her colon, and I know she had, she had shredded wheat for breakfast, and she had sugar shredded wheat because I could see it all, and banana chopped into it because I saw it. I saw right up her arsehole, in her stomach, and out her mouth. <laughs> she was that gaped. Oh, man. Ah, dear. But what a moment. And maybe that's why I've been so wrecked today. I just, there was too much energy going on in that particular instance that I just couldn't. You know, my body's went, you're shutting down today. Nothing to do with trying to diet. Nothing to do with working out yesterday and being, like, too old. Just, you saw you saw someone, like, that's another thing. You shouldn't see certain, certain graphic things in public domains. You know what I mean? Like, you should only see someone's anus if you're, you know, kicking about that neck of the woods consensually with somebody or you're on a website or something and you're in 4K and you're typing in inside someone's anus, which, by the way, what a tremendous documentary that'd be. Like get get Keith Lemon to do that. You know? Say through keyhole, just through the A-hole. Through A-hole. If we don't see you through the if we don't see you through the week, I'll see you through the arsehole. Now that would be the show that I would like to watch. Avid Marion. Like, I mean, why am I the oldest guy today? Oh, it's uh, it's knockout and avid Marion? No, he's um Keith Lemon. Keith Lemon, not not the biggest Keith Lemon fan. I'll be honest. He's not my kind of guy, really, but each to their own. And again, I sound like such an old man. And it, speaking of old man, um, we we are putting more more content out on TikTok, and that's what I got. Last week, I put a video complaining about influencers up because hey, listen, I'm a guy with an opinion, and people are like you're a melter, mate. This is an old, this is an old man complaining about the You for today. It's what it is, isn't it? I am an old guy, and I do complain. And that's kind of what I like to do. I like the moan. I like the pitch. And I think it's natural. See, whenever you're older, you'll dislike the younger folk too. Like mullets, stupid. Am I jealous because I've got a reverse mullet? Yeah, balding. But hey, is what it is. Right, guys, let me just go through a few questions here before I go because it's now, what, 20 past 11 at night. So... Wherever you listen to this, please, if you listen to this in the gym, let me know why and how you're such a psycho to be able to lift weights while listening to my dulcet tones. You know, I like to listen to like fucking corn, ooh. when I'm in the in the gym or like kill switch engage or someone fucking oh, and you listen to music, you oh, and you curl your weights and you fucking I say curl your weights, you do your elastic bands and rip them. Ah, my weight chest's really sore. Um, Naomi has said, yes, dog toy, and has sent me a link to a story which I will open and read. There we are. I mean, since we're talking about anuses, we may as well keep the ball rolling on the on the dirt. Owners left in stitches over a very rude Aldi dog toy on sale for 2 99 Budget supermarket Aldi has been hit with complaints over their corn-in-the-cob-shaped dog toy, with users saying absolutely no one is purchasing that for their dog. All these being left, left people in stitches or it's for leave, someone in a And um, they've released these corn cob shaped dog toys with a suction cup allowing the owner to stick it anywhere in their home. And while most laughed at the design, others dubbed it offensive, especially brought into the family home. It's like a gaped anus. You know, oh, well, yes. I mean, it looks like a butt plug. There we go. I didn't see the base of it before. Um... It looks like a corn-in-the-cob shaped butt plug for a dog. Now, I don't know why it needs to stick to the wall for the dog, but, yeah, it definitely looks... It's ribbed, um, and it's only 2 dollars so, I mean, you would save money if, you know, you're buying re- reputable sex toys there. Um, it comes after a Peppa Pig ice cream left shoppers in hysterics over its strange-looking hand. Let me see. Aldi Peppa Pig Lolly. Let's Google that. It's not here. Like, I hate when people do that. There's an article. And it's like, oh, by the way, they're fucking talking about Peppa Pigs. And Aldi here, will, will we dick-looking hand? Um, Oh, we'll not show sure you a picture. Ice Lolly. Aldi. There we go. Peppa Pig Ice Lolly Aldi. Ah, yes. There's a hand the Peppa Pig has. And in this particular one, it looked like a... You know, that's too far. I think it, I I'm not gonna give it that. You know, it doesn't look like a penis, it looks like Peppa's arm. But obviously people aren't big Peppa fans like me, so the mid the on this particular one, the middle finger was a little bit meshed into the outer fingers and it looked like a bit of a penis, but I'm not giving them that. Nah. Yes, the Aldi one looks like a like a butt plug. Peppa does not look like she has a penis. And if it was George in the other hand, you'd be like, That's oh, George's Walt, nice. But I mean, you wouldn't say nice because George is a child pig. Imagine that, whoa, a child pig. But anyway, Naomi, what I will say to you is Aldi have marketed that as a dog toy, but I'm sure sex perverts out there will, you know, sex pervert entrepreneurs, they've gone, listen, I see an opportunity, I see a gap in the market, and that gap can be filled. And in fact, you know what? I might go and buy one, and then next time I'm swimming lessons next week, I might just fucking... You know, Philip R. Taylor down into that woman's gaping abyss from a distance if she's back there. But I'd say she should probably be banned from the the aquatic center after. You know what? It actually looked like you know one of those holes in a in a dam where all the waters. I mean, all the waters absorbed in her anus. Patrick Quinn, anyway, has said if your sixteen-year-old self could see you right now, with your career, your marriage, fatherhood. Success and confidence. Would he be shocked, proud, impressed? Were you very different at that age? What a what a deep question, Patrick. You know, that's a that's a tough one. I honestly would say I think my sixteen-year-old self would he'd be happy. You know, he'd be really delighted that things kind of panned out the way they did. Now I I don't know, I never really like I always knew that I wanted to to make like entertaining things, you know, funny ideally, but like definitely entertaining things. I just never knew knew the way to do it. I went to school. It was very, you know, it was very curriculum driven. It was very like traditional, you know, math, science, fucking go to the moon, go and be a doctor kind of, you know, it was that sort of grammar school, very academic. And then there's like we weird guys like me who probably would have liked to have done stuff like you know media studies or something. wasn't offered because obviously if do sciences, English, mathematics. and I guess I had some teachers I guess that were kind of encouraging to some extent, but never really to be like I never really thought it was an option to, to do what I do today and I think you know I think you'd be very happy, you know, I think that I at the minute. I'm fortunate obviously to be doing this full time and I appreciate everyone listening to this podcast and all the, the people over on Patreon are really helping at the minute and it's helping me make better content for Patreon as well. But, you know, I just think, I think you'd be happy. You know, like I spoke about it on another podcast, like, by the way, shit segue here. But I did a podcast with a bit different this week. I got, Aaron Butler, in, he was talking about being a little, feeling a bit under the weather and he wanted counseled. He was like, I could do with some counseling. I said, I know a guy I could counsel you. And he went, Who's that, Dave? And he went, Me, but not me alone. I, I can only offer you certain advice. And again, I'm not a counselor. I'm not qualified. You know, I'm, I'm, I've been through the school of hard knocks, you know what I mean? School of life. I can offer you some life advice, but I'm not going to be able to give you proper medical advice. So I got somebody who also couldn't offer proper medical advice. It was Psychic Glenn. I got Psychic Glenn back and myself and Glenn counseled Aaron Butler. And in my opinion, I'm going to go on record to say that was the best podcast I've ever been involved in, ever. And I've done hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of podcasts from Boytown, to the Weird Podcast, the Sly Guy, the podcast I did with Aaron and Psychic Glenn, I think, was a complete podcast. Now, I don't know if I'm going to put it out as a like a guest episode on Patreon. It's definitely going on Patreon. I don't know what, whether it'll be a, a guest or what because it the format of it was different, and it was kind of like myself and Glenn teaming up to have butlers or guests. So that's something that we are open, like that woman at Swim pulls the in us to exploring a bit more. You know, we are open to maybe doing some more things together, Glenn and myself. And if, you know, they all go like that, listen, it could be very exciting. But if you haven't already subscribed to Patreon, that podcast alone will be worth it. The one I did with Glenn myself this week was a lot of fun too, but the one with Butler was the best I've ever done. And speaking of great podcasts, I did Shane's Tea With Me this week and the guest on it was myself and John Zoo, the rapper. And there was a bit... In it was the most of our laughter on a podcast. So if you haven't, you know, you haven't already watched that, was very fun to do and very different, but a lot of fun. But the one I did with Glennon and, and Butler, in my opinion, is the best podcast I've ever done or been involved in. So that should be with with you in the next week or two. But it was funny. It was serious at parts. Again, Patrick, it's appropriate that I'm dealing with this with you because you had asked the question. Would we do something a bit more serious to talk about maybe? some issues regarding men's mental health or health and just general serious chats with men, this sort of veers towards that a bit, but was also very funny, you know, in parts as well. It was hilarious, I thought. And Glenn's just, Glenn is the best guest and one of the best people I've met. You know, he's a great guy. He's obviously on the surface very funny. You know, he's very intelligent, very much knows, knows his stuff, but also... You know, is just a re- he's a real good guy, and I thought that this was just a great podcast. And hey, hopefully there should be more um, collaborations going with that because you know I get on I get on the best one, and I think it's a lot of fun. But would my sixteen year old self be happy to be you know doing this full time? Yeah, I think so. I think you know I think he'd be chuffed again. He'd be like, man, definitely you know get on the salad a bit more, but shop that where I've ended up, you know? And again, because I've always wanted to be a dad and stuff. So, you know, delighted to be that. Delighted to have my four-year-old talking about, you know, Ted house. And delighted to have my one-year-old kicking the shit out of me all the time. So yeah, I think my 16-year-old self, happy. You know, whether, like some of the words you used there, shocked, I don't think he'd be shocked. Maybe he would be shocked to know how much I drink. Because I was, you know, I loved love the pints when I was sixteen. Loved the the smurny ices and the Goldschlager and all. But I think now I'd be like, you you don't really drink, do you? And I'd be like, nah. He'd be like, there must have been a health, co- there must have been something serious with your health that that you're not drinking because, like, I mean, when I love, I say I love the pints, I love the pints, but that would be the only thing. He'd be shocked that I don't drink as much, and probably proud in some respect. But again, when you're sixteen, you you probably think I'm old as fuck. You know, I'm 35, like, what the hell? But I don't, probably a bit impressed. Impressed that I have my own house. You know, I think that'd be something you'd be impressed at to be like, you know, how have you managed that? Like at that time, I couldn't even make toast. And then I'm like, you know, eh, yeah. So I think happy would be a thing. I think relieved and then maybe feel a bit less pressure about life in general. Because, hey, why are we deciding what we're going to do their whole entire lives when we're 16? Why are 16-year-olds going into careers, classes and being like told, what do you want to be? I uh, want to be a vet. You don't even, you don't even know how to make a ham and cheese toastie. You know what I mean? You don't even, you don't even know how to like. Do not even know how to set up a bank? Like how to pay a bill? You know what I mean? You don't know how to do anything. you sixteen, and you said set up a bank account. What a fucking terrible example. So you're sixteen. You don't know how to set up a bank account. What a shit example that would be. But you don't really know anything, and I don't think you know as a human what you want to do with your entire life even until like you've had some life experience. So I think the careers are, are weird to do at 16. You know, like I remember thinking I'm leaving school. I have to pick what I want to do at university and this is what I want to do in my life. And I did criminology. The fuck I'm going to do with that it's shit. You know, it's, it's mad, but I think you'd be happy. Now this is the kind of question I want. Ronald McElveen said, what's your favorite activity in Dundonald Amusement Center? Now I'm going to stop you here. You have delivered a mug off to yourself because you have said Dundonald Amusement Center. It's split. There's like the Omniplex Park, and then there's the like the Ice Bowl. And my favorite, you've given me some options here, which I like, Ronald. You've said Ice Bowl, Mini Golf, Cinema Bowling. Don't like bowling. Think bowling's stupid. Never like bowling. Think people are really into 10 pin bowling, something wrong Love mini golf, big mini golf fan. But again, circumstance would have it that I don't get to be a major player in mini golf because you know, I have kids and stuff and don't have the time to do that. If I was ever going to get a to, to a date with my wife, probably go for dinner somewhere. Maybe a cinema. Definitely want to go to cinema to see the new Jurassic Park. Wanted to go to cinema to see the Batman film, thinking see, I don't think I've been to cinema in months and months. But I'm a big, big cinephile. I love the cinema, love movies, love everything about it, but just don't get to go anymore. I have a friend who is like my cinema tag team partner, and he, being selfish, has moved to London to work. So, you know, if he lived here, I'd probably be in the cinema quite a lot. Like we used to go two, three times a week back in the day. when We lived together. Just, just two guys just watching movies and eating pick-a-mix. They were good old days, you know. But if I had to pick something, it'd be cinema, my friend. Maybe by date first, cinema, definitely a cinema wins. Close second, mini golf, but definitely not bowling or ice skating because I have no coordination. Chris the Reporter said, with prices ever increasing, are you a brand snob on certain things that you would continue to buy, brand X, Y, or Z, no matter the price, even when they're cheaper alternatives? Or is there a cutoff that you'll not go above? Years ago, I remember saying I'd stop going into town once Punts reached the fiver, or Pints reach the fiver, punt shit. I was gonna say you're really you're an old guy, like you're going back to old currencies. Um once pints reach the fiver, but I haven't stuck that religiously. You know what? I am like I do think there are certain things that like and this is no disrespect, because I'll be honest, I was a total snob. You know, COVID made me reassess that a bit, and like I went the Lidl more to shop, and then I realized when I was in Lidl, you know what? Lidl have a great selection of meat from chickens to steaks and mince. They have a trim Like, not enough is said about Lidl's bakery. I mean, it's 10 out of 10. The apple turnovers, mmm, delicious. But there are certain things that Lidl are not great about, and eggs, is what I would say. I don't like to buy their eggs. Got their eggs once before and found them to be very bitter. So I'll only buy eggs from, you know, reputable sources. Um, like a man with a truck at the bottom of um, the street in Crawford's Burn there. He had double yokers, and then one day I got one of one eggs out of there, and it was just blood. I was like, mm, maybe I'll just buy my eggs from the Super Marseille going forward. It was like, you know, something. That, again, why am, why am I the 90s guy? It was something Mordiana, the witch from Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, would have just cracked in a bowl, and got to make haste. That was what was that egg, just a big blood egg. Stinking. But, yeah, there are certain things that, like, I wouldn't buy. Like I, don't, I have to buy a certain standard of chicken because I'm very fussy about my chicken. Do you know what I mean? Like, if it's really rubbery or anything, I can't have it. So I have to buy, like, proper, you know, farm reared free-range chickens and stuff. And, I mean, above all else, I'll go to Marks & Spencer's for certain things. It's my favorite place. Like, I wouldn't eat sushi at a lot of places. I would eat Marks & Spencer's sushi. If I'm buying grapes, I'll go to Marks & Spencer's. Generally speaking, Marks & Spencer's fruit is 10 out of 10. You know, they do great, great, great fruit. Easy for the kids. Watermelon fingers. Give them them. Shut them up. Sweet. But yeah, Marks & Spencer's is a shit. And they also do rice cakes with, like, wee bits of caramel on them. Oh, my God. Delicious. See, if you're on a diet and you want a little sweet treat, have one of them. But I'm definitely... My wife would say to me, You're the worst shopper ever. Like, I'll just go and see something and be like, oh, That's what I want and put it in. I'll not look to compare prices. I'll just buy it all. And she'll be like, Why was the shopping 240 quid? I was like, Hey, listen, live a little bit. You do what you do. Don't hate the player, hate the game. And she's like, You're not the game or a player. You just spent way too much money on groceries, it is what it is. Bin bags. I'll spend big money on bin bags as well because you need certain things you need good quality. Bin bags are something that I will always spend money on because you need a good quality bin bag because you don't want, the, especially, uh, you know when the council give you the wee compostable bin bags, they're shit, go and buy the big ones to fill your actual bin, and then don't have holes in, because whatever happens, you put all the fucking, the fr- the, like the old like skins of fruit, and the fucking, all the food waste in the compostable bin, and then for some reason it makes its own vinegar at the bottom, and it's, ugh, it's stinking, and if that bursts, and gets on you, that's the worst, that's the worst, in the world, so you've got to buy good quality bin bags, you've got to buy Marks and Spencer's anything because it's it's just the best. Um, I've heard Waitrose is better. Come to come to NI Waitrose. I will do adverts for you, um, but not spar. Fuck you guys. Um, only joking, I love spar. And if you ever want to work with me again, hey, door's always open. Let's reconcile. Um, Jack Reardon has said, Hey, Papa Ash, who would win in a fight, the King of North Down or Karen Twank Bartlett? Obviously, you're the physique guy with a wrestling background, but Kieran has the high karate kicks and is very flexible. But Kieran's very small. Like, look at how little his hands are, right? His kicks would probably hit me in my tit, you know what I mean? So I can just grab it, put him in the ankle lock, tap him out. Also, Kieran's a really nice guy. You know, Kieran, I believe, has a heart of genuine gold. You know, I believe he really is a sensitive gentleman, whereas I think I can get real cross and real angry, and I think... You know, if it came to it and someone's like, listen, you know what, you have to, like, someone's like, you have to fight him. And I I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not a fighter, but any fights I've had, I've had my hand raised, you know what I'm saying? So I would say, like, if someone said to me, you know, you're not going to be allowed to see your kids if you don't beat Kieran Bartlett in the fight. I'd be like, listen, no offense, Kieran, but you're getting KO'd here. Sorry. And ground and pounded, it and tapped out. Is what it is. Just business, my friend. But I mean that's a hypothetical situation. But I think I don't think Kieran has the violence in him. I don't think he has the 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 the, the psychosis that is needed to win. I think I would be I would surprise people and that so I don't know why I'm doing that. That's that's weird to raise my For anyone not watching on YouTube, I raise my eyebrows there as if to go, hey, I've got psycho I've got psychosis. Hey, what about that, eh? Like some of that? I'm a psycho. No. If you'd asked me who would win on a pommel horse or who would win a gymnastics contest, Kieran, absolutely kick my ass, Dad. Um, Connor, why are youngsters wee dicks nowadays? Because I'll tell you why, Connor. Now, I'm going to get it on TikTok again here from an ear, grumpy old man. Hey, I used to get the fuck kicked out of me by my parents when I was bad. And then guess what? Shocker, stop being bad. You know what I mean? Because in my little brain, same way as I we need wee numbers and wee like Pavlov's dogs to keep me focused on a diet. If I did something wrong and thought my mum's gonna smack my arse, wouldn't do something wrong because my mom got into like a real, like she got into a groove of smacking asses. Like like my mum could conceivably be like a Mid South rapper the way, you know, she'd be fucking shake your ass, stinging on my Ah, and she'd really like flick the fingers off, so really hit you. You know, she'd really sting and it wasn't nice because like you could get hit. Like my dad would hit me and I would be more a blunt force. And you'd be like, ah. He hit you, he'd smack you, but there wouldn't really be a sting. It would just be a doof, and you'd be like off. Oh. Whereas your mum'd be like ah, you know. So I think that's a problem. Kids don't get disciplined really anymore, and there's never any punishment. And now I will say, like I'm struggling the minute with my kids because you have to sometimes just not. It's easy, easy to give in to them, and if they want something and they whinge and they gurn and they moan and uh, you just give it to them, go, just fuck up, you know. But you have to go, no, you're not getting it. And then if they're bad, like, you have to, like, send them to their room. Well, I can't do it to the one-year-old, but the four-year-old up to your room doesn't like it. But I just think nowadays people do things for an easy life, and just let kids away with fucking murder. And then when they get older, there's just no consequences. And then we're told, like, again, I've said this many times because I'm a grumpy old man. But the old phrase, sticks and stones may break my bones. You can't say anything anymore. If you offend somebody, you're like, worst in the world. How dare you offend me? Oh, it's terrible. Don't you, you can't hit me. Oh, I can do and say whatever I want, but if there's any consequences, ah. And that's why. And it'll come a point where, you know, kids will have to start getting the fuck out of the game. And I'm looking forward to that day coming. Um, Phil says, do you have any more gems from your former days of employment? Relisten you listened to an old tea with me when you talked about the rooftop masturbating? That wasn't me. I was a guy doing that, by the way, that I was talking about. I wasn't doing the masturbating on this occasion Um, carpet drying, indoor chimenea enthusiast and was in tears listen yes, I think that my next show following bits and pieces, whenever I'm officially no longer on career break and I'm officially out out, I will do something about that and I will regale all the tales, also I may or may not be working on on something at the minute, a script that will include a lot of those stories, but that could just be fake news. You know. Dryside has said, "Why is the knock? The, why is knock the door and run a criminal offence now? It was a national sport in the nineties. And what was your best knock the door and run? Well, I used to be really like." I think, I think, am I, what, am I an you guys can be the judges, am I an evil genius? Because, or am I just fat? That could be, the, that could be the difference. I remember we used to do, like, we, you annoying know, and things back in the day, we used to obviously rap the doors, boot footballs into people's gardens, by in the course, and then how you dealt with the scenario was kind of, you know, how you did it. Obviously, I get in the face of just walking away like a stone cold killer. You know what I mean? Like, if you go and wrap a door and you're just walking in the opposite direction, I'd always walk the opposite direction that people are running. And then, like, people would just be like, just no one's running. And you'd be like, well, nothing to do with me. And they're like, why would it, Why would an 11-year-old be so gangster to just walk away? Is it because I couldn't run very fast and I'm fat? Maybe. Or was it that I was like a genius? But that's what I used to do, yeah. I used to just run Wrap doors, then walk away down the street, being like, oh, well, they went that way. Kind of the same energy as you used in the off license. Mate, do you have uh, twenty-four bottles of WK a uh, fucking couple of big beasties and a half bottle of goldschlager? For the wife and all, fuck's sake, she's putting the kids to bed. I <laughs> got <What> the fuck. <laughs> the good old days. When you go into off licenses underage to get your car out you're dressed. In your dad's outfit, you know, you're trying to pretend to be a 20, you're trying to be a mid 20 year old guy wearing an old dad shirt and a pair of slacks. <laughs> Fuck me if it's someday at work today, fucking doing those spreadsheets and all. I, what do you, what do you have, sir? Apollo wine? No, give us a, give us a fucking, give us a lock of blue wickets and, and do you have 24 pack of tropical Bacardi breezer? And they're like, what? Like, Why would you always go and order the weirdest drinks? You know, you come in, you're like, I used to do that. I used to get car car keys. That was my kind of move. I'd get car keys and come in and go, oh, jiggling the car keys. So the person, again, probably looking 12, go walking in the office. like, shaking the keys, wearing a suit and a tie. Fuck's sake. Ding, ding, ding. Busy day selling micros all day for fuck's sake. Oh. And misses is raging at me because I was late home just fucking sealing our dealer. Jesus Christ. I mean, what can I get you? Uh just a three litres of white lightning, please today. Fuck's sake. <laughs> that was the biggest thing. See if you have the balls. Go in and own it, kids. See if you, I mean, I don't know if this is loud or not, but kids, if you're gonna buy, if you want to get drunk underage and you don't want don't have ID, go in wear and, wear sweatpants. Have your hair, hair all unkept, leave it fucking messed. Walk in and go, oh, just a bottle of Pinot Grigio, please. Don't be ordering kids' drinks. You just go in and go, guys, a fucking... And here's another thing. Full-grown adults don't order half bottles or quarter bottles. That's There you go. Shocker. Only underage kids order quarter bottles. Or do quarter bottles even exist anymore? Real adults buy full bottles and just keep the rest. There's a wee ploy for you. Always buy liters or 10 glasses when you're going into places... Go in looking disheveled, looking like an actual adult. Maybe even get a wee fake ring and put it on as a wedding ring. That's another thing. Don't come in jiggling keys in a suit. You know? Don't be coming in. And you know ordering that drink that, like, is back in the day you used to mix? It used to be, like, you had a liqueur and then a creme de menthe or something, and it was, like, two, like, a yin and a yang bottle, and you'd mix it. Don't be ordering those. Don't be ordering those. Don't be going in going, do you have a... Uh, do you have a sidekicker? <laughs> oh, oh Jesus Christ, you'll never believe it. I had a fucking tough day down at Barks today. Do you have a few side kicker for me, huh? Do you have a few special brews? I guess another thing. Adults who are trying to be conceivable to have. If you're an adult and you're buying special brew, you don't have a job. So there you go. What I'm saying is, kids, be sneaky with your carryouts. Go if you're trying to buy a drink underage, be sneaky about it. You know, be intelligent. like. Have brazen, have big balls, be brazen. Go in and just be like, you know, don't have to go into the backstory. Just go in, look casual. Don't dress wearing your parents' clothes or they'll catch you out. You know, used to be great back in my day. I used to get into the beach club with a color photocopy of my passport, which I just went into Microsoft Paint and changed the date of birth to make me of age used to work and then they were like no people just edit this in microsoft paint no you're not getting in so that's the move have confidence kids go in and order believable adult drinks go in and order something to do with but just go in and be like give us a fucking give us this bottle of bells <laughs> if you're if you're a 15 year old and you want to get absolutely hammered get give, give me a litre. not a half ball or a quarter. give me a liter of bells man and if you do that to the server stare right at them just stare right into their eyes and go give me your bills mate they'll go alright a half bottle of buck fast don't do that either that's the move guys and listen I think, I think I've think i spread enough advice and news for one day so what I'll say guys if you haven't already please get tickets to my show at the Ulster Hall on 10th of September come and see the live podcast on the 24th of June subscribe to Patreon to see all the bonus content and hey remember If you're an underage kid and you want to get served booze, be an evil genius about it. Take care. Godspeed. The evil genius, out. I'm the slack guy.